Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. Hockey, yeah. yeah. My favorite. It's Judd's Hockey Show. All right, Judd's Hockey Show, Declan Zolgad, and welcome back in your Golden Knights hoodie. I'm full strength. Lindsey Brown, how are you? I am well. How about you two? We're at full strength. I'm good. You're full strength. That's yes. debatable, Declan. <laughs> we are? You're not at full strength? Well, that, no, that's the, the old go for hockey thing, right? Gophers at full strength. Full strength. Thank you. Thank you. And Bulldogs at full strength. That's debatable. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, Declan. Play along. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The St. Cloud, you know, they they You guys don't have chants up there like they did down at the U? No, we just throw batteries at people. Oh, I see. So the nice people. Yeah. And choke, too. So don't forget that. Lose the... There's that. Don't forget the choking aspect. You guys like to do Lose the college with jingles on the weekend. Yeah, it's bad. All right. LB, tell us about it, your trip. Did, did you see any Golden Knights games? Um, I was outside I of your... the Golden Knights games. I did not purchase a ticket okay. because they were ungodly expensive. Yeah, what was the asking price on the street? Um, on the street, I saw some uh, some legal businessmen trying to peddle them for about 400 bucks. Oh, my God. Um, I'm surprised there wasn't more, to be honest. Yes, but they're bleeds, and I'm pretty sure they don't have the same scalping market as we do here. Sure. Uh, Vegas, You just there's a lot of people handing out a lot of tickets all over the place, oh, so man. Vegas Knights tickets are a little bit different. Um, <laughs> but I have personally never seen uh, an atmosphere like that. Now, I haven't gone to a ton of different playoff games at different arenas in different markets, but the amount of people that basically infuse into that town and this is you know not tourists locals where you can all everybody is a knight's jersey on which i looked at one of their cool apparel buses that's outside in the pavilion where they live they have the game up there every game you can watch it outside if you can't get into the arena but the the jersey nice cool price of 275 for jerseys for jerseys are ridiculous right right and but at least with hockey jerseys it's a little more there's sleeves so there's a little bit makes more more it's ridiculous But people are diehard there. They are nuts. They are souped up. And Nate Schmidt is a god. People That's are obsessed hilarious. with Nate He's Schmidt. He's a great kid. He is. He is. He's, and there's the market itself on that team is so unique. And I, it's going to be a problem for Seattle because Seattle's not going to be able to do what they do once they create that team in the next couple of years. But I think we forget – what really set that team off is that when the, when the Vegas shooting happened, that two days later, I think within a couple of days, they had that very first game. Yep. And then all these, you know, they were super successful. They make the cup run. They get really lucky. But there are all these different things kind of fed into this, like, feverish fandom that they've created down there. And I was just sitting up and thinking, like, well, could we ever see something like this in Minnesota just – 
you know, just have people come down and, and take the weather out of it. Take I'm like, I don't see uh-huh. it being like that. I, everybody's a diehard fan there. And it's not just, oh, so-and-so's not playing really well. It's there's worship. There's hero worship for sure. It's it's a different it's a different animal down there. It was super fun. The expansion draft too, though. Right. That was the unbelievable thing. Right. Because they they because they paid so much, they got such a good expansion draft, mm-hmm. and then and then we had all the guys like Chuck Fletcher, McPhee like swindled two for, two yes. for one, just take yes. a two uh, for one, so yeah. we can beat because. I believe Seattle's paying, if I'm not mistaken, five fifty million to get and in. What did, and what did Vegas, Vegas pay? Was five hundred, five even. Um, and, and so Seattle's going to get the same exact same. expansion yep. draft, but the difference is nobody's going to give two for ones now. No, no. Like you can take one player right. off my team. Don't ask for anybody, right? Because the, the, va- the value is just going to be wild, so different. Because obviously, yes. no, everybody was kind of flying blind because they yep. there was an expansion draft. Obviously, when the Wild and the Blue Jackets joined the league in two thousand, yeah, but and slightly Scott different. Pellerin league. was our best guy. Yeah, <laughs> slightly different league. Yeah. Than we than we're working with right now. Bleeping garage sale yeah. back then. Now it's, like, uh, now it's like here, take a bottle of Cristal. <laughs> no, take two bottles of Cristal. And just think, this they're in their second season, those Vegas Golden Knights, and that first line that they've been able to construct in the last year, in just a year, a they've calendar got two year. First lines now. Yeah. I know, but that top first line between Stone, uh, oh, the, Stasny, the one, and yeah. Pacioretty. Yeah. Jesus, but like, got, and, and the second and the old the first line, line yeah. is Marshall, Marshall Show, uh, Wild Bill, and then Carlson, um, yeah. who's the third? Who's I the third, who the third one? one is? Is it Tuck? Well, the, it's probably Tuck, right? Tuck's on the third, yeah, I think. But nonetheless, Hala before Smith, maybe Riley Smith. Smith, Riley Smith. They legitimately or go Cody nine, Eakin. They yeah. they legitimately go nine deep. Yeah, no, they have a solid three lines, and they go six deep with with a line that the Wild would take in a heart. Their right. second line, you take in a heartbeat, right? It's it's crazy, I and mean, that just shows you that it looks cool. If you have the right people in place, and yes, there is some luck involved. That's hockey. Obviously, the playoffs have not gone the way many of us had envisioned them to go. There's a lot of puck luck involved, but they've just hit on everything there, and they've turned that team from a bunch of quote-unquote scrubs that they were sending away. And not only are most of those guys still on that team, but now they have one of the top lines in the entire league. You can't tell me that Mark Stone, Max Pacioretty, and uh, who was the other one that I'm forgetting? Stasny. Stasny doesn't incite fear straight into your heart right away. Regardless, playoffs or whatever, that's about as good of a line as it gets. It's unbelievable down there. It's crazy. Your thoughts. Declan, your thoughts on this? On the Vegas? Yeah. On just Vegas as a whole or like the series? No, the team itself. Yeah, it's it's impressive. I I love that they set them up for success. I thought that was the right call to do, and it made it made the whole league better too. I think that's good. And with Vegas, when the shooting happened, like Lindsay said, I think when you have and it goes, I I use this cliche a million times in hockey, but when you have motivated individuals like they did, mm-hmm. it's 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 almost impossible to stop a team. It and, galvanizes and, you. Yeah, it's it the really beautiful does. thing about sports. And what like, happened abs- down there? Absolutely. And and it's it's gonna it's gonna be awfully tough for Seattle to capture that magic. I'm sure Seattle will still be competent because of the stipulations that they get for the draft Mm -hmm. but uh it it, vegas is is phenomenal and it's good for the league and it it's it that's what i really like because everyone kind of thought like what what's vegas gonna do for hockey right and they have they're arguably their most passionate fan base right now so it's pretty impressive well at the end of the day the, the if you just look at it with seattle seattle has professional other professional sports leagues vegas had nothing beforehand nothing which is why when and the raiders go in there it, next year i'm going to be very curious to see if the golden knights enthusiasm maintains i am too because you know you know the nba is coming too but judd judd to be totally honest and i was thinking about this when i was down at the arena i'm like i wonder what it's going to look like when the raiders come in but just from how i saw people and how they're invested in that team, 
it's not far it's not going to be like well they're they're not going to watch the raiders but i think that there's something legitimately special about this team and that being the first in that market for that for the way that that community has gravitated towards and the success that they've had the raiders are obviously going to draw a crowd but the nfl experience at least for the fan is a lot less fun than it is for hockey fans. And so I think they're going to be used to a certain experience and that they're not going to be able to get that from the Raiders, but Raiders are going to be successful no matter what. But right. I think they're going to retain a, a really healthy fan base. I think it's going to sustain even with the addition of the Raiders and potential NBA expansion teams in the future as well. I, I was going to say, I would be curious to see eight to ten years from now if the NBA goes in there and the Golden Knights drop off. Mm-hmm. That's where it might get intriguing. Right. It just depends because like basketball obviously is so kind of tiptoey around this issue in terms of the sports game because it's a game that can be affected the most at least historically has been but Adam Silver is you know making oh, yeah. making partnerships with casinos and stuff and let's like be that honest, so now, in 2019 this yeah. whole thing about well a game might be fixed specifically because it's played in Vegas I can't say well especially that. basketball they make so much money outside anywhere. of the game anyways yeah. they don't need to be fixing games it's more about college kids about you're trying to find some division sure. two, you know everybody knows that argument but yeah I, I think the NBA is to a point now where they're not going to say, well, we put, we don't want to touch Vegas because, God forbid, we have a game fix. You know. Can you imagine what the expansion Ugh. fee would be for that league? Oh, it'll be huge. Yes, but, it's huge. But it will and their work. league doesn't need an expansion team no, either. No, and, and the one thing that I will always say is, as great as this idea has turned out to be, Vegas, because if hockey cared about its product long term mm-hmm. and, and like its health, Vegas should have gotten an existing team. And yes. it wouldn't be as much fun. I get that. Yes. But like, if you could get that enthusiasm for yes. the Coyotes or the Panthers mm-hmm. or a team like that, yeah, it waters it down that temporarily, and then easily it, yep, the most. Sense. You're right. You're right. But I think that they're doing good. But they've things. done a great job. It's I, cool. Yep. It's it's a new, unique situation, and obviously they have Game Seven right. as they lost uh, to uh, the San Jose Sharks last night in double overtime. Mark Andre Fleury let, letting in a very oh. Mark Andre Fleury Penguins goal right your there. Your tweet, your tweet up from the Penguins that bit, I I that laughed his... out loud because it's a hundred percent true because I remember. I was still in college. That's not even 10 years. He was awful. Remember, the Pens would get swept out in the first round there for a few years when Crosby was having his concussion issues. Malkin was, I don't know, doing what he was doing. But, Hmm. yeah, Fleury has not been bad, but he hasn't been what he was. Last year, he was arguably, you know, he was Conn Smythe material. And you could have made a case that he deserved the Conn Smythe even though they lost in the cup final. And that goal was awful. Awful. But you know what? It happens. It's double overtime. That's a fluky goal. But does it affect him in game seven now? That's my question. Because you know, know this might, and they've lost two in a row at this point too. I know they have, and Martin Jones now, and I did not see this. Come come no from. one in no one in America. The San Jose goaltender was god awful, which I think we talked about yes. before the series started. In fact, the two guys that we talked about were Mike Smith, who was absolutely brilliant for the most part. Calgary lost, yeah. but it wasn't Cal- his fault. The team let him down. It wasn't Mike Smith's fault. Mm-hmm. But then Martin Jones and like what through four games, awful. We were all absolutely right. Yeah. He was Pulled terrible. Twice <laughs> game five, he stands on his. He and right. last night he's unbelievable. But Marty Jones is that type of goalie. If you get a bunch of shots on him early and he gets that confidence level up, he can shut it down. But the pro- the reason why that success that Vegas has had through the series is because they've been getting on him early. They've been scoring goals in the first few minutes. And so when you do that, that's such a mind F as a goaltender. And these playoffs, So, how many games have you sat down to watch and it's one zip? I can't right. tell you the all, amount of times. All I'm of like, them are within goals. I missed another goal. goal. Yeah. I missed another goal. Yeah. You're like, you a just, minute in, a minute, minute 30 in. in. It's so weird. And I just, I feel like that happened a lot this season in general. But obviously we, it, one of the cliches is that playoff hockey is different than regular season hockey, which clearly is true. Yep. 
Um, but there have been a lot of goals right at the beginning of games or just in that last minute of a uh, beginning or the ending of a period where those are huge momentum swing periods to be giving up or scoring goals. And so it's interesting. This whole playoffs has been so weird. Yeah, these, this first round's been phenomenal. And I will eat my words. The Western Conference is a lot better than I thought it would well, be. Well, you you weren't as high yes. on Calgary-Colorado. That was the I best was. series. Colorado I looks like world the, beaters. And that series was so fast. Yes. Yeah, it was so – that was the bet. I, I bet on the Avalanche while I was out in Vegas. That was the one that I won. Oh, did you? Yeah, and I bet on Boston winning a game when – the first game that Kadri was out for in Toronto. They lost me money. So I will Bay, never bet on a Boston team ever again. The Tampa Bay series shocked me because four games. Right. But but for everyone and every non-hockey fan out there, hockey's just random. You never know. You don't know, but Columbus played a great series. And and what Tampa – Tampa getting booted in four games for Tampa was embarrassing. But when you watched how, how the Blue Jackets played them – They weren't even close. The Blue ja- but the Blue Jackets right. had a masterful but, – But non-hockey fan who doesn't watch wants to just be like, yeah, oh, Tampa Bay just choked and they sucked. And If you watch those games – I was like, and I knew Columbus had talent. They do. Well, yeah, they're stacked. They're, but it was exactly. a psychological warfare but, that what that damned the. But that Bay wasn't Lightning. an accident. Like Columbus yes. had a plan. Four games. Game one. That's not an accident. Third period of game one. It was. It's just like the, the first game yeah. of the Minnesota Wild series against the St. Louis Blues last year when Jake Allen stood on his head. Same thing. They were up three to nothing going into the third period. They're yep. the winningest team in the last decade and a half. That's flying high, and they that give up four over. goals to lose, and they end up getting swept. But. It's just it's so frustrating though because because very casual to non hockey fan it's just like you see your sport just totally ran and yeah. I'm like no watch these games and by the way these playoffs are unbelievable they've been great yes they've been, I've great. been great I don't really know really good this might be I might be accused of recency bias here and it might be partially true nobody would say that to you Judd but I can't but as a whole. This is fantastic. Yeah. It's been great. And the eight. And if you, if I showed, if I showed you without you knowing the seeds, Colorado, Calgary, you would have no clue. Correct. None. Like you would Nathan be like, McKinnon looks like the like Gretzky on steroids when he chooses to be. He's unbelievable. He plays like he's Goudreau's size because he's yeah. so fast. Yep. And he's a mammoth man. His shot. I'm with you. I'm told I have become, gives me the shivers. Like, the only thing that frustrates me, me about him is when I see him now, and there's games where he sort of coasts yeah. a little he's bit. Nathan McKinnon. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. my God, when he wants he's to really play, good. and that first line of yeah. Colorado, those first line guys are phenomenal. No, they, and that's the thing, and that's what's weird that you're seeing because so much of the regular season was dominated by you know the complete team. Like Tampa Bay is a complete team, Calgary is kind of a complete team. But you're seeing, and this is kind of this is what the playoffs are all about. You're seeing where you're having these third line guys are starting to score because they're either getting put out against the first line to check them or against another third line, and it's just it's rise of the role players. If your role players are able to get a couple goals, a couple points here and there, that's going to be the difference in this first-round series, especially this year. It's been just all over the place in terms of production with teams. Yeah, Avalanche have been were really surprised me. I, I knew they were top-heavy. I didn't think they would have the depth to pull off a win over Calgary. I was wrong. Grubauer is playing unbelievable. And they, yeah, Which he did for a long time. Yeah, they, yeah, just shut, they just shut down... All of Calgary. I mean, uh, yeah, Goudreau, Goudreau couldn't was buy a goal. ghost. Can I take credit for that? Yes, you did. You jinxed them. Are you taking credit no. for the jinx? Our no. show a month ago, I yep. said, yes. I said, if I'm the Wild, I wouldn't mind getting Calgary because if you make Goudreau's life hell, I think he stops. Right. And then what happened to Matthew Tuchuk once they started making Goudreau's life hell, right? Tuchuk feels like he needs to police it, feel, and he gets and Gou- off of his game. And Goudreau did nothing but whine and moan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like the amount of times, and I, I didn't know... 
know this, but they, they talked about this a couple times during the course of the series. I didn't realize it was Koivu broke Goudreau's hand a few years ago at the X. Yes. Mm-hmm. And and that was part of the reason why the league why they cracked down on slashing. Yeah. But, but the commentators also made the point that since then, Goudreau can't handle it. So, like, if you slash his hands constantly. Oh, so, yeah, he kind of has he a, just stops. the yips for hockey where you're just kind of like, yes. you're not supposed to do that to me. So Save, he just yeah. sort of stops playing. How, and he stopped playing. How about James Neal being scratched in Game Five for the for Is that, that surprising cap? though? His season was so to off me, the charts it, bad. To me it's not. But just think, a calendar year ago, I know he's on that Vegas. He's that leading scorer in that playoff team for Vegas. And just how just think of how bad his season had to Why be. Why didn't he fit in there at all? Do you, do you guys think? I I think when he went to Vegas, he went. He was the guy. Like he was the, yeah. before the season started. He was the crown jewel of all that, and he performed really well. And it just happened that the rest of the team came with him. But all of a sudden, he signs a contract. I, it, I, how many years? I know it's five and a yeah, half. He got paid, and, and it, I think it's five or six years. So it's a good chunk. And he's he's like thirty. He's like he seems like he should be late thirties because it feels like he's been in the league forever, but right, he hasn't. Sure. I think he literally was the guy, and that he needs a year to adjust to being not the guy anymore. Yeah, he's on the books for five point seven five for four more years because he was performing Not in the good. playoffs wow. for the Predators before the expansion draft, and that oh, was he's before always, they got, he's always been right, a pest and, and he right, can score some goals, I'm, right? And I just think there's, I think there's a little bit probably an identity crisis because Matthew Tuchuk's meaner than he is, and James Neal has always been like the mean guy who can score, but yeah. Matthew Tuchuk's kind of like that, and so it was good. like they have players that are similar to who he is, so maybe it's an an anomaly year for him. Or maybe it's a sign of things to come. But either way, that's a big chunk yeah. of change for the Flames to be on hook for for him for the next few years. And the Wild have always kicked tires on him in years past, since around trade deadlines and stuff. And that, and now I really want nothing to do with him, please. Oh, I he take him. Crazy, yeah. He if you call it, he was with Nashville. Was that four years ago now? Mm-hmm. Five years back. No, he, he was with Nashville before last. Yeah, he he cheap shotted, mm-hmm. but I think it's about four years ago now. He cheap shotted Zach, and I don't yep. know if, if he's called for a penalty at the X. And I and can't. I don't think that caused Zach's back problems, but I don't think it helped him. Right. Well, I'm sure there's probably a few other cross checks thrown in here and there with James Neal as well, especially when he was with Pittsburgh when he was younger. True. He was but a mean dude. Man, do these playoffs encapsulate because of all we've seen how far the Wild is from being a play a Correct. competent playoff team? What? Like everything we're seeing now, and and I, I also heard this talked about, and it's not it's not necessarily untrue, but it's an interesting statement. That it's almost like GMs have to build two teams now with the playoffs in mind. A team that can win and get into the playoffs. Okay, that, that's a fine right. team. It doesn't have to be great, but it has to be. Yeah. But then that team, and I go back to, and they were not this fast, but they had the rest of the important um, ingredients. LB, your old Kings teams. Mm-hmm. You got to be able to kick people's ass. Yep. You got to be big. You got to be deep. Not necessarily superstars, but deep. To Declan's point, deep. Defensively deep and solid. And then you've got to have the goaltender. Goal yep. And the goaltender has to be not just but solid, now it has to be hot, too. Right. But now, but now the ingredient that's been added since the Kings won cups is the speed. So now right. you've got these. But that's less so. You're seeing that the speedy teams are losing out right now. But a guy like McKinnon is like. And I, but he's I, a freak. I, I, no, right. I know. Right. But there's so many things now. But still, these te- these games are played at a speed where the where the quote unquote non speedy teams can keep up with the speedy teams to beat them and then kick the crap out of said team. Well, and it's, it's just, really interesting. To and watch. the speedy teams, a lot of them have the tendency of being younger because that's just the the that's being injected in the league and has been in the last few years. So a lot of the younger guys are, are speed, 
you know, that's their, that's their thing. But then you're having these veteran teams where they're, they're able to get in these guys' heads. That's what it is. All these people know how to play hockey at a very high level. And it's just it's these little ticky-tacky things. It's hit, just giving them a bump during the shift a few times. Not even a full check, but it's just getting in their face, reminding them that they're there, and then you get them distracted, and they get off their games. And that's what happened in Tampa. That's what happened in Calgary. That's what's happening with that's what's happening with all of these heavy skill these teams that we've been told we were going to make it was a foregone conclusion that they were going to make it through the next round, and now for the first time ever in league history, you have the top two the top seeds in each conference losing out, and you only have technically one team that's advancing that's not an underdog. And a lot of people picked the Islanders to lose to Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. I did. Yeah, I think I did. I, I was sure. I, think that I did, I and, and it's there. just it's been Way to go, Declan. Yeah, it's been so weird, but I it's kind of refreshing because it's just. We I well, every great, night I'm walking here, I don't know. I literally don't know. I don't know who's advancing. I don't know how to think about the next round. I yet. can count on one hand the amount of bad games I've seen. I think Washington Carolina on Saturday in Washington that's, is, yeah. is among that group. Yeah. But that's Just still a fun, such a blowout. Yeah, but yeah. that's still a fun series. Yeah, yeah it's been a great series. Absolutely. That's great a good series. series. How do you feel about the uh the the fight from a couple of games ago, the Ovechkin. Ovechkin and what's the other what's the guy in the Carolina something dummy I tell about the O, right? And he's another Russian team. It's it. something off Semeshnikov. Semeshnikov right? and uh yeah. what do you think about that about that controversy? Because I, I was talking about I think that's years. why I, I don't blame Ovechkin, but yeah. I think that's why fighting has to go. Like this is you can't sanction concussions. It's bad enough guys get hit and, and hurt in, in the natural course of the game, and I get mm-hmm. that. But whether Ovechkin got challenged as he said he did, or he didn't, which I think uh, Semetrikov said he didn't challenge him, and that he just got anyway. Yeah, I don't see how the league can sanction fighting. It's like for all of this talk about concussions are not caused by our sport. It's not going to take a lot to go eat into a courtroom and be like, you think it's not? And and plus and plus and this goes to Dumba's. Being hurt as well. Mm-hmm. I'm sick and tired of people don't get hurt in hockey fights. Yeah. That's what we hear all the time. People oh, don't. Get, well, they do. Get, so, so I don't blame Ovechkin, but I do think I do think that fight, which was basically a grown man beating the crap out of a kid, rookie, can't be for a cup of it coffee. Can't be, it can't mm-hmm. be sanctioned. Now, if Ovechkin hits him hard and hurts him against the boards, okay, that happens. That's the price of the sport. But like, what's how can it be the price of the sport where I punch you and it's clear that you're sort of hurt and you're staggered, and now I punch you again in the jaw and you go down and you know, God forbid, it was a bad, it was a, it was a tough fight because it's a terrible he's out. Look. He was out, right? But, but he, I was mean, ca- he caught him. But, but if he, but if he's against the boards and that occurs, and because I hit him, okay, that's too bad. But that's if he knows that you're going to hit him into the boards, right? But my point is, I don't see how the league can sanction the thing. Basically, that I knocked you out. Well, it bothers me. And I used to, I used to love a good hockey fight. Declan, what do you think? I was fine with it. It, I take Ovechkin's word for it that, judging by the body language, what was happening there, he looked like he was ready to go. And Ovechkin doesn't fight. He meaning the rookie that yes, the rookie. So you're saying he's the instigator? Yeah, he poked the bear, and Ovechkin doesn't fight. And if you're gonna, and if Ovechkin is like. You want to do this? We can do it. Right. And he knocked the crap out of him. Ovechkin I, used to lead the league in hits on a regular that's, basis. That, that's what happens. And Ovechkin can fight, but, and he can fight, and he chooses not to. But my point, my point is, it's a league problem. Yes. I don't think they can sanction that. But the thing is, and this is where I get conflicted about it, and I forget the name is escaping me. But there's a documentary I think on Netflix that was talking about fighters, which there have been quite a few uh, in the last few years. Obviously, sure. it's a hot topic. Derek Bugard played here for a long time. We all m- mostly know the story with concussions. The problem what where I find this issue is that there's 
there's fights to like try to get your guys pumped up because things aren't going well and then there are fights that you're trying to protect people and it's tough it's tough to differentiate because at the end of the day if you're getting punched in the head you're getting punched in the head it's brain damage either way but I think that there there's a possible correlation with the fact that you have a lot of the star players like Sidney Crosby a few years ago when he was having concussion problems. You've had a lot of stars who miss significant amounts of time with injuries that you wouldn't see from other players 10, 15 years ago. It's not because they didn't happen, but either they were underreporting it or the fighting has a place in terms of policing because there are going to be James Neals, there's going to be Kadri's, there's always going to be players that play with a little bit too much craziness that they're going to throw their body around. Tom Wilson in Washington, Ugh. where they're going to they're going to throw some dirty hits, and if sending them to the penalty box isn't, they're like, oh shoot, I got to go sit down. But you can hit them. You can run them. I know, but the thing is, is like, what's what's really better for your head health? Sa- seeing someone hit you straight on, knowing it's coming, or are you just skating around waiting for waiting for someone to just I don't destroy think, you into the board? I get your point, but I just don't see how the league can sanction it be, because it's basically it's basically ancillary concussions now because people are going to, to get hurt during the course of playing the game itself. Right. So now, can I just fight you? And now you get a concussion, or I do, and the league's like, okay, that's fine too. Just in a day and age where we're so concerned about this topic, and and where where the league's contention, they're going to lose. Like somebody's going well, to sue the them. Well, that's the problem. The league win. just they still haven't acknowledged that there's a Absolutely. link. That, it's not the pro- yes, fighting causes concussions. Yes, hockey playing hockey causes concussions. The problem that the league has isn't the fact they're saying, well, they're connected. Everybody knows what's happening. Everybody knows exactly what this is. It's just in legal terms, they're not doing it. Right. But everybody knows that there's brain damage. This is a problem where the league is just straight up, they're not calling themselves a zebra when they have stripes. That's right. what it is. So Agreed. everybody knows what's going on. And I think there is a place for fighting for in this sport. I think it could be less. But I'm worried about getting rid of it completely. And your worst punishment is either having some guy who sits up at the booth and says, well, we're going to suspend you, but we're not going to give you the correct, like any number of games, like Kadri's suspension. But, but, in football, know. they don't fight, and, and you can still hit the guy the next time. And plus, the problem is this, too. Tom Wilson doesn't stop. Like, unless the league stops him, which they should, I'd give him right, 50 games. Right, but that's games. the thing. He's had how many, he's had how many but suspensions. Tom, well, but, but you can go, but he, because he does these drive-bys. Yeah, he, like these, he, he, looks, these, he looks for career-enders. What, what, what I would call for. subtle-looking, devastating hits, right? Yeah, he'll slew foot, yeah, go for yeah. knees, and then guys will, you in the face. And then guys will try and fight him. And he doesn't yeah, stop. No, yeah. So it doesn't work. So like, like in that sense, if you went and beat him up and that was it and he never pulled this crap again, I'd be like, okay, I sort of get the point. Right. But he's never going to get it. Like he's never, until the league just says you're suspended for a season, dude, because you are looking to end careers. Nazem Cadre's hit in, in, against Boston that got him suspended for the rest of that series was brutal. Yeah, but like, where's the number? Of, that's the other thing. There's no consistency. We're going to say, oh, league, I, let's, let's have never you gonna, dole it I'm out. I'm never going to debate you on the right. on the idiocy of that league. As much as I of love the sport. Leagues, they, nobody's doing it but right. But the NHL is just, mm-hmm. it, it's they, from a yeah. fundamental executive standpoint, right. so poorly run. So I'm, poorly, nev- I'm never going to no, And it's not. literally just because nobody wants to put the definitions in the in the dictionary. Well, That's what got, it is. And Kadri got the rest of the series, which is now going to go seven, so it's a pretty long suspension. Right. But if that thing had gone at the time, I think that was game two, so if that thing had gone five, you know, it's like, no, just give them 20 games. Yeah, but it's like, it's because it's because but they... But they're like, you, but it's playoffs, they, so we can't Exactly. They, they rank them differently, and it's but it, BS. But it's like last night's game. Sharks and Knights, they wouldn't call a penalty until the one that they called, ironically, against the Sharks... That then they scored a goal on, right? You know, 
the Knights had like three players just blatantly tripped, they wouldn't call it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, do you realize by not because I'm sure that their comeback is we don't want to decide the game. Right. But do you realize by not making calls, you're helping to decide the game? Right. I think it just depends. For me, it so, always depends on severity. It's just tough because people are, well, if you make one call, well, you're, you're, you're favoring the other side. I'm like, there's literally been one penalty but called. I, but it goes, back, it goes back to your point. This league across the board has no consistency. No. Declan, they have no consistency. Yeah, zero. I'm not, I'm not too surprised that they are shooting themselves in the foot and, and are causing a bigger problem than... But what, that's what I mean. Sake. Sometimes you need a good kick in the butt to realize that you're being an a-hole. Sometimes you need somebody to punch you in the face because so-and-so is third suspension. But the a-holes still don't get that. That's my problem. Right. But that's it. But like you try and police them, and then they just go break the, the law the next time. They policed and it back stuff, in the day. And, th- and, this, and I'll tell you what, though. This stuff that Wilson pulls to me is egregious. He's, I can't stand him. He's it, an interesting one, case study. He is. You know, Reeves on the Golden Knights. I love him. He's sort of a goon type of guy. Yeah, he's but, awesome. but you know the price there. Yeah. Like he's going to go hit you. He yeah. might beat you up. But and like talk you, a ton of smack. And talk a ton of smack. But you know that, right? Yeah, yep. Tom Wilson scares me because every time he takes the ice, you never know when he's going to subtly, as you just said. Because he's slew, good, too. Slew for the guy. Yeah. Right. But, and, and guess what? One of the Wild's problems, among the many, was the fact that he took a run at Dubnik. Now, I think mm-hmm. it, it was with the help of a Wild defender in that game. But, you know, mm-hmm. Boudreaux's contention at the end of the season press conference was... A hit right, is a hit is a hit. Dubnik was not the same after that for weeks because he probably had a concussion. Mm-hmm. Which, of post- course, Paul, concussional symptoms. Paul Fenton probably... didn't want to tell you. Paul Fenton, because nobody wants no to tell you. No one Paul Fenton. I, Only I know my team. I wouldn't be surprised. And I, I remember we, we were at that game, Judd, and I was like, I'm surprised he came back out. But that's with goal. Like, right. you get a little bit off. Like, I, I used to have these things where you just... Some days you didn't feel like you were seeing it. Felt like you were seeing it, but it felt like it was in slow motion or yeah. something else. If you're just a little thrown off, everything is off. Everything. Oh, as a goaltender, I can imagine. Yeah, and it's just... Your focus is gone, right? That's the thing. They need to figure out what is really going to get these guys to shape up. And maybe Tom Wilson's never... He's going to be one of those... He's like, he's one of the dirtiest players of all time. Blah, blah, blah. He'll be like a Matt Cook or worse. But they need to figure out, is it in the pocketbook? Is it in suspensions? Is it in possible indoor? Like, well, it's both, what? right? But that's the thing. They need to figure out a way to, to help police these guys where they can you know, at least make an impact a little bit I've more. I've given this great thought, too. Since Fenton, and, and he's not the first, but since Fenton's diatribe about, I'll never talk about our guys who, who are hurt. I'm, I'm protecting them, blah, blah, yeah. blah. All right. The next time, and I think it's pretty soon, that the CBA comes up, I think the Players Association should demand injury reports Absolutely. that are accurate, and here's why. The old, old guard's contention, which is just a control freak, it's, mm-hmm. it's BS. The old guard, like Fenton, their contention is, I'm protecting my players, and I don't want the LA Kings to find out what's yeah. wrong with um, Koivu. They're, they're pr- protecting for litigation. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So the Players Association should, should say that's BS. Mm-hmm. Because if, if Dubnik, let's say he suffered a concussion against mm-hmm. the Caps, and he did not play well for an extended period. And wasn't diagnosed. And wasn't diagnosed right correctly, possibly, mm-hmm. allegedly from me. It's all on tape. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So what on earth, why wouldn't the Players Association say, we need every injury out there? Because I guess agree. what? If we're hurt, one, we probably shouldn't play. No. Like, I understand a hockey player is going to say, well, I want to play through it. 
let me. But when it comes to concussions, that is not that's not allowed. You know like, what? You it's a personal no. choice too. There is some. The, if you give everybody the information, it's up to them to make a decision. But if you've as got an adult. a concussion, you should not be playing. I know, but and you but, should have been. But out if, for two if weeks. so, if somebody says I have a concussion and I don't care, and they sign something off, who are you to say anything? They're humans. But why don't play? But but why don't players? understand that they're being used oh i agree i completely that's 100 percent why it is it's i'm i have been thinking about this for years i'm like literally when this goes down the line whenever it is they're gonna have just undisclosed injuries so they can say when they go to court to try to sue or when they're trying to get this settled well it was an upper body injury we couldn't really we we weren't sure where it was and they're, or they're just flat out lying right and they just say there's no specific there's no specificity where the where the player was injured and it's all legal speak and this is what drives me nuts about pro sports and just sports in general is that it's there's those little small omissions or small little lies that basically tell an entirely different story or allows the league to do that years later yep and it's the player awful. and the players association should come out and say this is bs from now on and you're say, telling we need to be back in the olympics you're telling well that's fine too but this is it, it drives me nuts when old school guys as LB crack, cracks a beer right trying now to tell to, you. I wish yeah, this is a beer. beer. Yep, I that's me. Such a beer drinker. Beers don't fizz. No, they beers don't. pop. Yeah, I don't drink. I don't champagne. Like beer. I don't know. Why don't you like? Beer? Nobody she likes bust. beer anymore. Just I me. love beer. Okay, the taste literally beer. makes me throw up in my mouth. I love. You beer. weigh like twelve pounds. I trust me. My metabolism that's why is, is amazing. Judd. Yeah, I, I was gonna say. No, I can. You see me at the loon on Friday. It was a different story watching playoff hockey. Oh boy. Grape apes. So and beers okay, and, so yeah. you remember how much? Um, <laughs> let me see. Well, I remember uh, next to me were two pretty big Flames fans, and they were upset, obviously, because that's when they got booted. How did you find two Flames fans? Uh, in, at the Loon in Minneapolis. Two of that's all what, places. What I mean, that's totally normal. Just new, um, Flames at the Loon. Yeah. So yeah, they, they were they were not happy. I remember them. Losing, I remember the, when the game was over. Um, I don't remember too much after that, but I remember those two gentlemen were very upset that they lost to a Colorado team that they didn't think was as deep as theirs. Which I well, I, in that I, game I they got smoked yeah, in the got, elimination. It wasn't did. even close. Yeah, they got they got rolled. And then that marker kid, the Hobie Baker winner, that is flipping awesome. That that kid is yeah, oh, is he well. good? Oh, he's good. He's but they're also what are we fast. doing? Yeah, they're also Just fast. Yeah. Oh, it's 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 crazy. We okay. have two games tonight. We have Dallas. Let's start and with our. Let, let's actually get to our our first round prediction since we're almost done with, with the first round. Since mine it's are, really ugly. Mine are not going. Well. I forgot. To well, hand I'm sure you mine aren't either. Mine. I bet Declan's doing okay. Declan, to us. I think you're, I think I have the pictures of it. Bum, let me, let me look here. Oh, you don't have them written down. I thought you kept. Well, no, track I of took them. pictures of them before I left, though. Uh, I think the only ones that I'm out on are the Lightning series, obviously. Um, and I I did pick the Flames. I did pick the Flames. I know that one is not correct. All right, I, I have, think you said. I think you may have picked the first Calgary, round. Western you, Conference Declan, does not surprise me. You had Calgary in six. Wrong. So wrong. Uh, Vegas in six, which is technically, technically is wrong. Technically wrong, but we'll find out. You had Nashville advancing and Winnipeg advancing, so Winnipeg's oh. done. Oh, so in the West, you're not good. Not good. Um, and then my East. Oh, my, oh and the East is. By bad. the way, quickly. Hello, McCall Grandland. Are you playing? Yeah, I haven't seen him. Hello, Charlie Coyle. Nice to see you. Coyle's been, Coyle's been fine. Nice Who, to see okay, you. Okay, so I saw something. <laughs> Explain this quickly. In Sunday's game, I saw the damnedest thing. Yeah. This big body wearing number 13 in a Bruins jersey was driving the net and like getting punched in front. And and he was and he it was mayhem in front. This looked like a power forward. Who is that guy? I'd love to have that guy on my team. He's exactly where he needed to be. He wasn't going to be that here. So you think he got around like Marshawn and Bergeron and no, Chara? No, he's third line. 
And this is what guys, I was talking about earlier. It's about it's about your third line guys, and he's. I like to think that the locker room also said, "Hey, here's your role, dude. Go do it." Anyway, I'm sorry. All right, go Declan, back. Declan on the Eastern Conference, you had Tampa Bay, obviously like everyone else and ever, and then Toronto advancing. So we'll find that out tomorrow. Toronto and West results. You uh, didn't put the games down for That's that. That's fine. One. No, I thought. And I then seven. you had Carolina. <laughs> you and I both have Carolina advancing, and then the Islanders. So actually, you did pick the Islanders at least in that bracket. Way to go, Dex. And then Judd GM with a smiley face. Um, you had Colorado advancing. Colorado, yeah. you had Colorado okay. advancing, which I'm impressed by. And nice. You have Vegas in seven. Okay. You have Colorado in six. So pretty good, pretty good uh, prediction there. Then you have Nashville in six. Yep. St. Louis, which I have picked going to the finals. I do have the Blues. Yep. So so far, your Western. Conference oh, in the Western Conference, good. I'm good. And and both of those, the one eight and two seven in the West, do not surprise me. No. I'm no. shocked in the yeah. East. Yeah. Well, that but makes the sense Jets because were the, weird the, all year West long. Was so close, and Cal- and Calgary. But but I picked against the Flames for the wrong reason because I picked against them because of goaltending, which yeah. was not the issue. But what the hell? And I'll then take you it. had Tampa Bay and Boston advancing. Boston in seven, so that's still a potential thing. All right. You have Carolina advancing in six, mm. and uh, you had pick Pittsburgh advancing in six. So. I think all of our oh, Eastern East, conferences are not great. And then I think I'm pretty much wrong across the board besides St. Louis. That's pretty much my only pick okay. that's gotten that's been correct. I'm still not. Okay, that's not great in the East. But, I mean, is there anybody? There's no way there's a perfect bracket out there. There's no, no God, way. no. There's no way. Yeah, no, I, no, no. It, not with Tampa Bay, no, right? No, no. I had them winning the cup, so I'm like, <laughs> everybody yeah, else I did, did. too. And it was the team to bet on for well, the year to bet on. They were 2-1 to one in Vegas, which yeah. was insane to start the playoffs. They won 62 games, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Title league record. And I can't imagine. I wonder what the money line was with just flip, just simply Columbus advancing. I really want to know what that money line was before the season. I bet it was like plus. If, if it was 2-1 to one to Tampa to win the cup. I gotta imagine Columbus was like plus ten. They had to just yeah. to move out of the first round. Somebody, I think somebody bet before the series and they got like yeah. some stupid amount of money. That they didn't bet that much because you don't bet that much because yeah. it was just well, such good a for dumb torts. deal. Good for Torts. Torts. If anything, this too. helps Bob, Torts out so and much. And Bob played great too. But yeah, torts, Bob was great. Torts Aaron had a scheme, and John Cooper got his ass handed to him coaching wise. Right. And then before we go, we the Norris and the Vesna finals yeah. were announced. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if any of the not other Jonathan words. Quick. Sorry. Not Jonathan Quick. I figured he might have been omitted off the list this year. So Norris, you for the uh, candidates, you have Brent Burns from San Jose, who won last year or two years ago, maybe. Uh, Mark Giordano from Calgary, and Victor Hedman from Tampa Bay. I'm going Giordano. I think so too. I think he had a sentimentality, old guy, and he also career year. And and what Drew Doughty said about Burns is not entirely wrong. No, no, and I like Brent Burns is not there. There should probably be. An award given to the best offensive defenseman. Yes. Yeah, I like, agree. Like the Norris 100%. is a misnomer. If you watch Brett Burns, he's awful defensively. You know who else is? PK Subban. It's been bad. PK is oh, bad. Sub- Subban. He's been so bad this Subban, year. in the last game I yes, went to he here, gave it right up. he was awful. But, um, Lindsey Von Curse. <laughs> wow. But, you know what? Going that way. But Brent Burns, okay, let's go. Burns, Subban, and Bufflin are all, because they're basically forwards too. Bufflin's a little bit different, I think, but I'll. I'll but I mean, I'll he'll play. go. But he'll just go play. He'll just Bufflin, basically be like, now I'm a left wing. Now I'm a defenseman, <laughs> yeah. which is which is fine. But are those guys Norris Trophy candidates, right. or should they be? Well, it it's almost like they should come up with is. the Bobby Orr Trophy, best yes. offensive defenseman. Right. Yes. I mean, because then then it's point. on. There's silver sluggers in baseball. Matt and those Dumbo would be up for it every man. year, probably. Yep. Right. 
Yeah, so I'm not saying that they're not great players. No. I, I just think this whole thing of, well, they're the best defenseman, it's like, okay, what's your interpretation of a great defenseman? They're inherently weak at the job that they're being paid to do, but they're really good at the job. They're Bobby Orr Award. Paid. Yep. Paul Coffey Award. And then, so out of, you Paul think Coffey. it's you think it's Giordano that takes that away? I, that's who I, I vote Jacqueline, for. Dex? you agree? For, what were the options uh, again? Norris, you have Burns, Giordano, and Hedman. Ooh, I like Hedman. I do, too. I really like Hedman. I th- but I think the Giordano, just the fact, because he wasn't on, was he out of the league for a while? And is it is, so. is it one of these situations, too, where the voting was done by the regular season? It's the done. Playoff they done yeah. had, had it's done. Do. Yeah, I think I, Giordano I think will win because they just like they like to have a good story with it, too. Then you have your Vesna finalist. You have Ben Bishop from Dallas, who's playing unbelievable right now. Robin Leonard from the New York Islanders, also playing unbelievable and he's has a walk, hell of a story. He's going to walk away with it. Yeah, I agree. He might run. What's the, what's the, is it hurt? Masterton? The turnaround is that the comeback player. Yes. He might walk away. He might walk away with that one as well. If yep. you haven't, if you don't know anything about Robin Leonard, just search. Um, what is it? What's the one where the players write into it? Players Tribune. Players Tribune. His article from a couple months back about his road. Uh, yeah, he, depression. He's, he's had a, a he's had a lot of issues. Then the fact that he's just alive is kind of. And crazy. who's the third guy? Um, Vasilevsky from the Tampa Bay Lightning. Vasilevsky, as I like to call him. Oh, yes, I don't think before, the, before the playoffs think, started. Oh, that was good. But up, he up, might, up, he up. might win, but honestly, I think it's. I he, think it's. Bi, I think. Bi, I think Leonard will win, but Bishop has the best stats and he's had the best year. But he he's, didn't he's play, hot. But. but his games played is too low. I think. I agree because he got hurt quite a bit. I agree. No, I think and that is, he'll give it to Leonard. And that's GMs, correct? Hmm? I, I think the media votes on the Norris. I believe the Vesna is voted on by GMs. I don't GMs know what the voting league. is actually. I've never thought it's all different people because I think the. Jack Adams for Coach of the Year, if I'm not mistaken, is broadcaster's vote. They're all split up different. Why don't we just put like, a, a Twitter NH- poll out there? The, the NHL messing up something? I'm, yeah. I'm absolutely like, shocked. I'm yeah. shocked. I'm telling you. Damn it, Dex. It's the way we've always done it, okay? Yeah, yeah right? God. It's tradition. Uh, you should have seen Danny Cunningham say this when you were talking Norris and uh, Vesna. He was, I was spitting out I, hot Yeah, takes. just I'm sure he knew exactly. What did he what know the, exactly? I, I, we should have asked him which one it was because I'm sure he Well, he was we too would, busy talking to Seth about all their Game of Thrones thoughts yes, from last night. Yes, not NBA playoffs? No, no Game of Thrones. They're both diehards, so they were just getting Are you a Game of Thrones person? I wrote my senior. Your thesis she's, on it. I have my my goalie match has Daenerys Targaryen. I've never seen it. it. I enjoy it. I don't enjoy it to that. Did you degree. watch it last night instead of yeah. uh, the Golden Knights? And I did um, until the end. Yes, I yeah yeah I did. I was at home. My mom wanted to watch the show with me. That I said you can watch the show out in the living room. I will be watching the show at the same time alone in my room. That's the level of dedication we get to this. show. Oh, so you didn't watch the? I, I thought no. you were going to say that no, you no, watch no, no, hockey no. while is, you were DVR. Sundays are for Game of Thrones and Killing Eve. That's all there is. I really like Barry. Barry is good Barry's on Netflix. Great. Barry's really good. That's I the thought one with Bill, Bill Hader. Hader. I thought that was better than Yesterday's Thrones episode. I that was How the best series. Dare I thought, you? If you if you no. like both shows, I think you well, can Thrones. Really we did a bunch of character development of people we're going to mm-hmm. kill next Sunday, right? Yeah, yeah. Like there's a bunch of death. It was a coming. really good. Thrones was a really good episode. I thought Barry was so much better. It was a huge point in the show. Do you know what the best show on last night was? Without that shadow of a doubt, what's that? Sharks and Golden Knights. Well, yeah. It had everything. It had we drama. Get some stories in your it life. It had drama. A sad last goal against the goaltender who we thought had turned his career around and now is he destined did. to leave Vegas in embarrassment. Where is he leaving? Didn't he sign a contract extension? No, but it's destined not to work now. Oh, whatever. After that goal last night. Watch Thrones. Your life will be better for I'm it. I'm not going to watch Thrones. Say bye. Yeah. Bye. bye. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh cosmic crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays, and Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. 
Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone.